Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Up now on Special Report is Mark Cuban with Maria Bartiromo from the Fox Business Channel recorded earlier today. What's your take? How do we open the U.S. economy? We know that different states have different, uh, you know, sensibilities and they should be going at different paces. What's your take on all of this? I think we have to be careful. I think the first thing we need to do is for the CDC and for the states to issue guidelines on what um, retail facing um, companies need to do. I'll give you a perfect example. Let's say you're a clothing store and you want to open up. You know, we see it every day. Somebody comes in, tries on a pair of clothes, decides they don't want to buy it. Well, in the past, you just put it back on the rack. What do you do today? What do you do with those clothes? Another example, you own a restaurant, you get back, open up. You know, people are wearing masks. Someone comes in, sneezes, leaves a mask right on the table. You just put it in the trash. You can't do that. You have to have special procedures to deal with left behind masks. You know, we're not even training people how to wear masks and deal with, um, you know, hygiene as we go through our day outside. You know, I think the government really, federal and state levels, have got to step up and provide guidelines and help us understand what's necessary in order to stay safe. I mean, people may not necessarily want to go back right now because they're afraid. They need to know you know, what, what's safe, because this can spike yep. again. We just heard from the CDC that it may very well come back worse than before in the winter. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, look, we have got to learn what works and what doesn't work because people are going to be concerned. And you know me, Maria, I'm always trying to look at this from a small business perspective. So not only are we going to have increased costs to maintain sanitization and sterilization within our retail outlets, but you're going to have lower um, volumes. You're going to have less foot traffic by definition with social distancing. And plus, for the reasons you mentioned, people's fear. So you've got your costs going up to mm. deal with the virus for small business and you've got your sales going down. You know, it's going to be difficult for companies to be profitable just to even stay in business. It might cost them more to open up than to stay closed. And we really yeah. haven't gone through and modeled that or considered those options yet or those issues. Well, Mark, you're a serial investor and you know small business better than most. We watch you on Shark Tank all the time as you evaluate companies. The Senate allocated $310 billion to restock the Paycheck Protection Program. What do you think about it? I mean, the original allotment of money obviously ran out of funds uh, last week. Some big businesses are facing backlash for even taking the money because it's supposed to be for small companies like Shake Shack returned its $10 million loan amid the outrage that some small businesses have not yet received any loans. Uh, And now Harvard University is under pressure. They're they're on defense this morning. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin threatening harsh penalties to any ineligible companies who do not return their loans. What's your take on this last tranche of money, uh, which was just signed, uh, voted by the Senate last night? You know, I don't want to throw them too far under the bus, but we didn't really learn from the first tranche. We didn't exclude public companies. And you need to exclude public companies because they have so many different options for raising capital. We didn't put an asset limit so that we exclude big companies or big endowments or big universities like Harvard. You know, so we're going to have some of the same problems. And so by the time we get through this money, 
people are going to look back and say, well, there's still a lot of small businesses that didn't get funded because either there wasn't enough money or we didn't allocate in the appropriate ways. So while it's a positive, I mean, having that money in is so much better than not having it. I think we're still going to have to do possibly a third time. And if we get to this third time, we need to stick in limitations. And look, I take some of the blame, too, because I'm on the economic council. And while I gave them some suggestions, I didn't think to, you know, to tell them to eliminate um, companies that are public, eliminate or set an asset hurdle um, above which you could not apply. So I'll get smarter. Um, the council will get smarter. And hopefully if this next tranche, which will be next necessary, um, we'll be smarter in how we distribute it. So well, let me switch gears, ask you about sports, getting players back on sure. the courts. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver uh, says that the NBA wants to finish the season. Uh, it's still too soon to give a timeline on the possible return. Your take on, on the status of the NBA right now, the likelihood the teams could finish out this season, Mark. What do you think? I mean, I'm still hopeful. Um, obviously, it's going to come down to the science and, and what the doctors tell us. Um, we, we are facing all the same things every business faces. You know, we're going to have to put in protocols. So if we want to just, even without fans, if we want to have our players and, and needed personnel there, we're going to have to make sure we can keep them safe. Because I use the kid test for all of these things, Maria. Would I, allow my, would I allow my children to go? And right now, the answer is no. And so until we get to that point where yeah. I feel it's safe enough for my kids, I can't say it's safe enough for employees or customers. Wow, what a black eye that one player has, huh? Rudy Gobert, uh, touching yeah. all the microphones. Yeah, Ru Rudy learned a hard lesson, and, and, and I think we all did, right? That, you know, to his credit, he, he owned it after he made this mistake, and he taught us a lot, too. He taught us the seriousness of this and that we can't just dismiss it. Yeah, good point. All right, how about the MLB? Uh, we just spoke uh, with, with the uh, president of the Yankees, the league getting hit with a fan-backed lawsuit, the MLB, uh, Major League Baseball, for issuing, uh, refusing to issue ticket refunds. Are you concerned a similar situation could happen in the NBA? I mean, people pay for the tickets. Obviously, everything's shut down. It's canceled. They should be able to get their money back, right? Well, yeah, at some point, but at some point, hopefully, we're going to play the games. And so, you know, you, you bought a ticket, hopefully you'll be able to play the games. And if not, you know, then then we'll deal with that. I can tell you, you know, the tickets that we've sold, the Mavs haven't spent the money, so it's there. So so what do you think this is going to mean for the economy, Mark? I mean, we're expecting a pretty uh, sustained contraction in the second quarter. Cornerstone macros up to 25, 35 percent in terms of a contraction in the second quarter. Third quarter is also contraction. So there, there you have your two uh, contraction uh, quarters for a recession. H how bad do you think it gets and, and how much of a snapback or a comeback are you expecting and when? It's going to be brutal. I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat it at all. It's going to be difficult. You know, there's so many lost jobs. And when we get to the other side after this reset, companies are going to be operating differently. They're not going to just bring everybody back. They're not going to just fill up office buildings again. And so we're going to have to be adjust. We're going to have to adjust. I mean, companies are going to have to be agile. I think we're going to have to really evaluate how we build from the bottom up because it's not about liquidity. Ten years ago, it was all about liquidity in the system. Now it's about consumerism. How can we enable people to buy things and start allowing you know um, revenues and cash to trickle up so that we have consumerism? And I don't think we've answered that challenge yet. Now that said. I'm absolutely confident that two, three years from now, which is a long time, we'll look back and we'll have gotten through this okay. But in that interim period, it's going to be difficult and we have a lot of things to figure out. 
So how do you invest in this environment? You've been a great investor over the years. Are you looking at private situations in terms of small businesses like you always do? Or are you looking at public equities right now, Mark? No, I'm actually, you know, I've got my core holdings. I've always owned Netflix and Amazon. I bought a little Live Nation a few weeks ago. Um, actually in March. And I haven't really done anything in the public markets then because they've kind of been buoyed up. I mean, the QE, the, the, the easing, that's kind of lifted the equities. And we're not really that far off of where we were 12 months ago or 18 months ago, whatever it is. But in the private sector, the deals are so much different, right? Companies, all these reasons we've talked about the need for PPP, you know, we haven't talked about, those are small businesses, 500 and fewer employees. We haven't talked about those companies that are 501 and up. They haven't gotten anything. They're suffering the most. I've talked to companies that have laid off 20,000 plus people. They're looking for investments, and those are the types of deals I'm looking at. You know, you feel bad in one respect to try to take advantage of the circumstances, but it is what it is. With all of your conversations in terms of small business and potential investments, are you getting a sense of how managers are planning uh, when we get out of this, how they're planning their businesses differently? Like for a restaurant, are we going to oh, see yeah. tables far, far apart from each other? Different. We, we showed a, a mock-up of, of how planes might look different, a, a lot of retrofitting going on. What are you getting from the managers that you're speaking with in terms of how they're planning to come back? Yes, yes is the answer. I mean, I did um, an event with, a Zoom event with people who do HVAC, right? And so how you deal with air conditioning and filtering and circulation of air is going to be critical in any business, whether you're an office, restaurant, retailer. So that's one issue. How you deal with restrooms. Do you have to reconfigure your restrooms? How you deal with um, disposal of masks if you're in a community that's wearing masks? And by the way, I'm not a fan of being forced to wear masks. I think they cause more problems than they solve, but that's a different topic. But to answer your question, Maria, yes, everybody's going to have to recalibrate how they do business. And, of course, you have to decide what makes you profitable and what's more than you can afford to even open back up. And that's going to create its own set of challenges as well. Yeah, so that so that really dictates a different allocation of capital, right? Because you really have to invest yes. in what your business is going to look like when you come back out of this. It's an important point that you make about the ventilation. I know that cruise ships had the worst ventilation of all. People didn't even realize yeah. this. Dr. Ben Carson told me this, that on a cruise ship, they don't have the ventilation that actually uh, separates particles out of the air. I mean, they're going to have to completely change uh, cruise ships from here on out if they if they want to keep up that, that business. Uh, and, I, and I guess Every business. business as well. Mark, it's great. Yeah, yeah every business, because wherever work. you're going to have a lot of people, that's you're, you're going to have that issue. It was Mark Cuban, who was interviewed by Maria Bartiromo from the Fox Business Channel early today. Special report on your coronavirus update.